So, so there's some things that in accepting the 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 price for our actions, yeah, whether in deed or in our inaction, in the things we didn't do. You know what I'm saying? There's a price to pay for negligence, just like there's a price to pay for action. Right? Yeah. In the midst of that, I think that this is also missing in people and their weirdness with shame and guilt is, number one, you don't know what you're guilty for. Number two, when you find out what you're guilty for, which is that you never put God first. Right. He comes and lets you know that he forgives you. Focus no longer on anybody else. Except you it's, and God. It's, it's just you and God. And he, yeah. he come to Dave and he's like, you know, I love you. And you're a man after my own heart. Right. Yeah. But then he says, the sword will never leave you home. Yeah. It, it was nothing but pain and, and, and anguish in that household. Right. With his son, with his daughter. Right. Right. These are the prices to pay for his decisions. He had to live that out. He has to live that out. And but he's not supposed to. He's He has to live that out. But that man did not live in the shame of that. No, absolutely not. We got to take it like a champ. Got to take it like a champ. Real church, real church, real church. It's, real it's church, one of the real things church, I think about. Church, I've been thinking matters. about a lot, bro. Like this great man had to deal with the the result of his actions. He ain't the only one. Abraham taking it upon himself to get a, his handmaid pregnant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now you got to deal with something that you wasn't supposed to deal with, but it, you you got to live it through. You got to live it through. You got to live all of that. God through. didn't come reach his hand down from heaven with a, the first plan B pill. No, he didn't. Hey, here, here. Take this. T- take that. No, I told this, you guys all this to stuff wait. You got to live through. You got to live through. It's something I think about. I think about daily. And it's something that me and me and God navigate through. I want and I want other people to, to hear this. Free yourself of shame because there's things you have to live through, but you don't have to live in. Right. Please, I'm telling you from experience, Philip is telling you from experience, there's things you're going to have to live through, but you don't have to live in it. Absolutely not. Absolutely you know what I'm saying? Not. It's, it's, it's kind of like you go to court and you think you're going to get time in prison, and he says, you, got, you get probation. Now, some people hate probation because it puts them in a position where they constantly have to have the answer to somebody. They got out. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. can't leave the state. They got. I, I feel locked in. It's like, uh, be careful when you complaining, bro. Because you could have been in prison. Could have been in prison. Yes. You get what I'm saying? So there's a reality that even when Paul said it, he's like, there's a thorn in my side. There's something that's gonna always remind me of who I was. Absolutely. That wretched thing that I did, or the wretched person I was. And that I still have the capacity to be. It's most. It's the most pivotal point. Of but that's not life. shame. It's not shame. That's something healthier. Yeah. That's godly sorrow. Godly sorrow. That's be, that. That I was trying to find out the word real, for real, it. Real, but that's definitely godly sorrow. Matters. And and for me, it's like the most important part of my life wasn't when I was in something. Well, well, I just keep talking about that situation. And mm-hmm. I was in that situation, or even the, the climax of the situation, or even when you know the, the process of letting it go is it's the it's the next part, which is like. And I never been in this place before of what's like what's next? What's next? Because through the process, once you get back tied up with God, He giving you all these steps, and then it's like boom, I brought you to this point. And what comes next? Because I'm filled up with expectation of what I would want. Yeah. But also, it's the nervousness of like, I don't know what my man about to do next. I don't know what he about to bring next. I don't know what he's going to require of me next. And all he really, all he really wants is for you to now understand that whatever's next, it has to involve him. him. And even that is something that we have to be clear about is because the other thing that's nasty about shame is it never 
brings you to the place of what's next. And never it keeps you back. It keeps you back. Yeah. Even your people's relationship with God in light of shame is nasty. Yeah. Godly sorrow takes you to what's next. It's when that man said, what must I do to be saved? He heard everything Jesus said, and he responded with a question. Oh, everything you said is amazing. What must I do to be saved? Give me that. Do you understand? And then God, so Jesus told him what to do, right? We haven't even stepped to the next part of growth in God until we're asking, what must I do? And being and being willing to do it, and being willing to do no it, no matter how crazy it crazy it looks. It's the only thing that matters is can Philip maintain an understanding of where God needs to be in his life, so he no longer shames him anymore, not anybody else. Not will he get another chance to do it right. He he has the chance to do the only thing that matters right. Just follow God. Just follow God with all his heart, soul, and mind. Lean not to his own understanding. Acknowledge him in all his ways so he can direct. Your path. Not tell you what to do so you can say, God, I got it from here. Yeah. And and it's easy to, to be like that. Once you know, it's it's once you get lost and you whipped off that GPS, you only whip it out. Until you run into a familiar territory, and then you cut that thing, slam off. Oh, with the, all the confidence, bro. I do it all the time. It's just that I don't know a lot of areas. So I literally be like a mile from the house before I, I feel confident to cut the app off. I don't want that. I don't want that either. I just don't. I don't want that. And I've been listening to God lately. That's why, you know, I, I text you back and forth. And I've been just in tune because I don't. I know. Every little thing he's telling me to do, I'm I'm watching him show me how strong he is. Yeah. Because there's things that if this Philip had to talk to that Philip and tell him like about about yesterday night, you you know what I'm saying? Like that Philip would have probably punched me in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, like know, you can't go out like that. <laughs> like what's wrong? Like what's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. But you know, when I went to bed last night and I sat there and I heard God as clear as day. It was well in your soul. It was well in my soul. And I and I cried. And for a person, bro, for a person. And this is the this is the sad part, too. I appreciate. That's the other reason why I, it's, I'm, it's, I'm hard pressed to find shame. Yeah. It's because it's nothing sweeter than remembering where your heart was and knowing because nobody else knows. Yeah. But knowing where your heart is. Yeah. It's one of the things I told charity in our podcast was I, I worked so hard to try to make the world know that I was a different person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then I realized they're not going to know at all. They're always on delay. But we have no relationship with God, so it's not well in our soul. That's what we mean when we say it's not well in our soul. It's like, I don't know what to feel. I don't know who's talking. I hear me talking. Like you said, I, I hear me telling me, nah, this ain't what you need to do. This is that do that boo do do Yeah, and just the pressing of, I can hear my old self, bro. You can hear your old self. And I can hear the pressing of just the, the atmosphere of. Everybody else. Yeah. Every time we go through this life, the next time around, whether you're talking about the cyclical motion of days or the cyclical motion of years, every time around, bro, I'm constantly reminded of what I did last year. Do you know what I'm saying? Or the year before, the year before. You remember me telling you, I was like, 2018 was not a good year for me. <laughs> yeah. I you know what I'm saying? I just was throwing a tantrum. Like everything was falling apart. I felt like all the work that I was doing, pouring into people, I wasn't seeing any fruit from it. Right. It, it everything that I was loving was hurting me. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It literally, I just was like about to snap. And I did snap. And I did things that started to haunt me. And I felt shame. Yeah. 
things that, bro, if I told these people on this podcast, I'd probably get emails and say, that's all? <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, again, the the, sh- the shame that we feel is only towards God. Like, when people speak about shame and conviction, yeah, yeah. They, they're different words for a reason. Yes. Like they're not the same thing. Like the, the, the shame that we feel a lot of times are tied to our, our intellect and stuff like that. But our, the conviction that we feel from God is a whole, it's a whole different thing. Yeah. It elevates over social morals. Yeah. Cause some of the things that I did in this country. Yeah. Is not a shameful thing in another country. Oh, absolutely not. <clears throat> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I wish I could go and reach back out to some some young ladies from my high school and apologize because even in this cancel culture, I'd be locked up somewhere. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's just some foolishness that's going on. But the reality is that you go to other countries and it's normal. It's normal. Yeah. So we can't even live in the shame of social mores. Yeah can't live in the shame of church structure yeah you have to live above it all and if you're going to be shameful you're going to have to be shameful in an elevated way and and that's a discussion that nobody wants to deal nobody with. wants to deal because with it, so. it has zero to do with your emotions it has everything to do with god and his and that 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 measuring stick is pretty strict it's, it's strict and it has that means it has little to do with what baby you got in your belly yeah Little to do with you standing up and saying, I've been smoking crack. What? You've been smoking crack? You're a choir director? Oh, you're gay. Oh, we, they released not, a video of you doing gay things. It oh, has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with none of that. Even though all these things make humans' stomachs turn. It does. Um, but it, to God, it's, he's, he's seeing black and white. That's why I love Nathan. Because when he came to pull David up on the carpet, he knew he knew it would get him get him rolling. Yeah. <laughs> he only spoke to him from the perspective of a king. Yeah. He said, hey, man, I, if somebody did this and this and this, what would you do as a king? I killed him. Well, your king. Yeah. Sees what you did. He should kill you. But he won't. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, and that's that's God. That's. Bro, that's God's that's that's grace. a that's a good friend. That's, that's a, a good friend. It's a good bro. advisor, indeed, because he never talked about Slim. How could you do that? That's somebody's wife. You look, look at what you did. Now you got a can. He never spoke from the place of, of, of a commoner, of a, of a commoner, or or a place where he's. That's how God deals with us, though. He knew exactly how to deal with David to pierce. See it through my eyes. Yeah. We are doing our best for people when we're helping them see it through God's eyes. Oh, you said it right there. That's that. That's real, everything. Real, real church. That's matters. everything. But we can't help it though. We gotta help it. Yeah. Is is no? I'm saying like a lot of times people just can't help. They can't it. help. I, it. I see the struggle. They oh my goodness! <laughs> they, you know they were in having an affair in the church. People leave churches off of this stuff. It's like yeah. oh yeah, all of that is sad. But take a second and look through God's eyes. Yeah. There's a thing where people leave churches for the wrong reason. You leave in a church because this man can't keep his thing in his pants. He's a man. It's pretty. It's pretty par for the course. <laughs> yeah. You should leave it for the reason he can't. Yeah. Not the reason it came out, but the reason he couldn't keep it in. Yeah. Which is that he doesn't have a relationship with God. Right. Right. I, there should be more people leaving churches for what the pastor's preaching more than for what he's doing behind closed doors. Wow. And that's real. Because what he's preaching is more damnable to God than what he's doing behind closed doors. That's none of our business. Yeah. It really isn't. If you go to a church and you don't know what that man's saying, but you hear the word, keep listening to the word. But I'm telling you, even if he's acting a fool in the behind the scenes, the word he preaching won't be long. And most of you may not be ministers of the gospel, so you may not know what it's like to actually try to traverse and navigate living two lives. But consider it as hard as trying to cheat on your spouse. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, you're changing the names in the phone, the dominoes and scam likely. You're trying to make sure every time you get a text, you delete it. You got two phones. Now you're paying. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And imagine that's somebody who can't see everything. Now imagine you trying to do that to somebody who sees everything. I think that's what that's what brought me to my place is understanding that even though it is this, this person can be seen outwardly wrong. Yeah, I'm a lot filthier. Yeah. Like I'm a lot filthier because because we not, we're not racing to see what can be forensically shown spiritually. Yeah, yeah. you're not Gus Grissom. You're, this ain't CSI. Everybody wants to show what person's doing when all it matters is what they have committed in their heart. And that happened long ago, way long ago, bro. Somebody sent me a. a I should read it. They sent me an Instagram. Yeah. And somebody posed a question, <clears throat> and they said the the, uh, the 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 wife said my husband was cheating on me. I didn't know until the woman he was cheating on me with died, and she died pregnant with his child. And she said now it came out because he can't sleep. He's he's distraught. He's grieving. Yeah, he he's going through this, and today she's asking Instagram, what should she do? Wow. And to me, I'm like, what should you do? She's like, now that I have this information, should we break the marriage off? The marriage died before the side chick did. Yeah. You'd have to kind of know when what died. But that's how far we are behind. So far behind. We 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 have a latency like them. Like <laughs> we 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 have a serious latency, and it, and if we were were any in tune with God, yeah, we we would fix that latency so we can be effective. So in you can be effective because you think about it. You don't care about what he going through, the shame, All and that. the sadness of the fact that he was in the midst of something with somebody who's no longer here. You don't want to cover that man. But bro, what you don't, do, you don't but, care. So about what him. are we vowing to vowing to do? What are you vowing to? But that that's the bigger question about today's society. Like, what are we vowing to do in March? If if you can't restore people, if you can't if you can't help people, you can't find the space in your heart because she, the lady dying was an afterthought to this lady. And do you know what I'm saying? And that's wicked. And that's yeah. Jesus put put the ear on, like. That's why, that's what, that's why, like, it took, that's, I read that scripture so many times, heard about it, and, but it took that one, like, God used that one. I'm not restoring my homie. I'm restoring someone who is in opposition to me. Yeah. And has been tasked with taking me in. But I'm going to make him whole so he could do his job. <laughs> it, it don't register to. Don't register to, to people. The fact that it don't register to Christians. Doesn't register to Christians, bro. Is 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 amazing, but I, it didn't register to me. It don't. <laughs> I know, but once it does, though, yeah, and that's the part that they, they. That's why I love that this is like a two parter. It's like with charity, we were talking about how to move through that, and with you, I'm talking about how to understand the healthy way of being that. Yeah, I don't want you to get rid of regret and shame. I want you to allocate it to a way that matters that can source life in you. Realizing how much power you have, bro. You have, and you've been given these things in order to tune you back into the things that matter. And people will go to work. I remember in the very ignorance of who I was, I should have, I shouldn't have quit jobs. I quit them because something didn't feel right. Yeah. The thing that didn't feel right is work. (laughs) I had a poor relationship with work. Yeah. If you don't have a healthy relationship with something that's good, then even when it's good, it's going to feel bad. Yeah. And you'll think this can't be good because it feels bad. That's how we are with everything. Every step of the way, Peter was having a hard time understanding how something that felt bad was good. Yeah. Bro, I'm not going to deny you. Why would I deny you? Because I know you, and every time something feels uncomfortable, you take the easy way out. 
you you adhere to your emotions. Yes, that was the number one problem. It wasn't that he was a a a, a, a murderer or an angry man. No. It was just he was in touch. He was with, the everyday man in touch was, with his emotions. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. Peter and, walks a week and run. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Peter's me. Yeah, absolutely, he's me. That's how I'm able to I'm I'm able to diagnose Peter because I see myself in Peter. Like he he was on board with every feeling that he felt. I'm telling I'm telling people what I won't do, what I will do, and God is laughing like it's just for the moment, bro. You ain't built like that. Yeah. When you get into these situations, I'm gonna show you what you're gonna do. That's what I'm dealing with. Yeah. That's and 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 it's it's. I start almost getting upset with God because it's like, like when you going through something, and he and you're in a bad place. He giving you ready to listen step by step. When he bring you out of something, and you and you don't, you don't need you don't need to deal in in anything. Yeah, yeah. And he's giving you instructions to deal with it. It's a pro, like it's it's been a problem for me because I'm like. I'm, I couldn't be like better at right like right now, and he's making me deal with a lot of stuff that I was like I thought giving this to you was gonna erase it. Yeah, and it doesn't. It, it he's like oh no 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 I wanted to free you of this stuff just so you 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 I got your ear now, but I want you to do this now. Yeah, and I'm like this what type of sick joke is this? But but it's, it, it takes us to that Paul thing. So he's killing Christians, right? Yeah. He goes up to Damascus. The sun shines on him. He blinds him. He knocks him out. He opens his eyes to who he is. Great. I won't kill no more Christians. He like, that ain't enough. No, no, kiddo. You're, you were 180 degrees that way. Now you're about to move 180 degrees this way. Instead of killing Christians, you're going to die for them. That is, it's hard. It's 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 hard because it's it's when we talk about the mysteries of God, that's what we here for, bro. We've always been on this earth for service. That's why you see me preaching now. Every now and then, I get on Instagram and I say it. It's like I'm doing things with no reciprocity. The minute the church is messed up because they don't they care more about income than the outcomes of the people. Right. Okay. Great for us. Pat on your back. That sounds slick. Now you moving out of that realm. But now you need to care more about the outcomes of the people than what they can yield to you at any point and in any fashion. You have to no longer need from people. Even when we say God supplies all my needs, but then we we in people's faces. Yeah. God supplies everything I have and he with the support system that I have. Whether it be you, and you know, I, I tell you just for a, a little bit, I'll be like, bro, you know, this just happened. You're like, hey, if you need something, yeah. let me know. Look at what God has orchestrated. He's put me in a family that supports me. When I engage with this world, yeah, it's not that. I need nothing. Yeah. He put us in a position to actually impact the world. And that's what we're not doing. And that's what we're not doing because we, we the, half the church is exploiting and the other half is like, I don't need them, then I don't care about them. Yeah, because I got a point all day. I mean, I've I've heard, uh, you know, even going through all this, it's like, man, he's almost out the woods. He's almost in. And the whole time God is like, you ain't out no woods. No, I'm kidding. This round two. And even in our ignorance, we cannot understand something, but that sword don't leave our house. It don't. That's what he's, that's what he's trying to tell us. And you at the mercy of God. Every bad decision that we have, that we have committed to ourselves, we still have to deal with. And that's, and that's, and that's what we as believers don't understand. But we will love to see a single mother have a baby out of wedlock and say, that's her problem. Yeah. She better take care of it too. Right? Yeah. But then I have all of these babies because he, the Bible tells us, he said, lust, once it's conceived, is death. Yeah. So I'm producing all these children and then I want other people to raise it. 
or kill it. Bro. Yeah? It's, it's daunting. We're going to God and really saying, abort my flesh. Did, abort the fruit of my deeds. No. You're going to carry that to term. And you're going to watch it and raise it. And only he knows. The, only he knows the outcome. You want to know what an abortive mentality is? It's Job's wife saying, "Curse God and die." Yeah, that's like she's like, "I don't like did they, this." Is deformed. Yeah. This is this is going to come out nasty. Well, the only only way we can control this situation because we want control. off yourself. Yeah, we want control. So the only form of control we have is to end it. Why she didn't say kill herself? That's the nasty part too. Yeah. She like curse God and die so I can leave about this mess. Yeah. Right? It's nasty. But that's, but that's our mindset. Whether we say it out loud or not, uh I think it's one of the things I had to deal with is is I didn't it hit a rocky spot in my marriage and those points where I could have delivered love and I could have did all those things. I I facilitated just Doing nothing, you know what I'm saying. Going to work and just staying at work. Going to, like, and those things that you know, God always reminds me uh, about. Like, even the family I was born in, and even the people that they married, and even the blended, like, and seeing that, seeing, and He challenges, like, He's been challenging me mentally. Yeah, because you can't get away from it. Yeah, you just see it now. It's like when you see somebody. You know they bought a car, and now everywhere you go, you see that car. Yeah, it's like that. That awareness burdens people. Oh, but he yeah. said, "He, I want y'all to know it is a burden, but it's a light one." Yeah, he's giving you the burden of awareness, which now gives you the purpose of intention. Right. We just love to move without intention, bro. We and just we, love to move by still, emotion. And we still have the choice. Still got a choice, but now you got the burden of awareness. Yes. And that and, sucks. And that sucks. Yeah. Even, but even it, now, I like, bro, I, I promise you, I'm like, I. I <laughs> it's I. You don't even got to say, I already know. I know what you're saying. Like, I'm like, I've been like, I've, I've never been in a, a better position in my in my life. Every opportunity comes with the ops. And but real, <laughs> real, real church. There's a there's not a op and this is the thing people don't understand. Opposition is not a thing that's trying to keep prevent you from opportunity. Opposition is a thing that's trying to take advantage of you within the opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden you see the biggest leeches ever. Oh, absolutely. All of a sudden you see the biggest opportunists ever. Opportunists hang don't hang around anything but opportunity. Right. And people be like, well, how do people keep finding me? They're not looking for you. They yeah, just yeah. hanging around opportunity. Opportunity. And you that. show up. Yeah. To take advantage of opportunity. And there's somebody near opportunity trying to take advantage of you. Yeah. God got you. Yeah. He always has. Got his hands on you. But his hands on you carry a smell right. that attracts nothing but. Leeches, yeah, and vultures for sure. People who want what God has without the price that we had to pay, right? That's why I'm careful. You, you know what I'm saying? Is people be like, you act like you're so perfect, like, like there's nobody for you. you. You have to be careful with what God gave you. If it was just me, yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna hit both of them. Jesus after the dark. Jesus after the dark. Hey. Church. Because it's two. It's, it's it's always two sides, and we'll probably talk about that like off air. <laughs> it's all like it's just it's just always two. It's 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 two. It's just two sides of of everything. It's two sides to every every blended family. Yeah. Every, and and but that's the awareness of it. It's like. We don't want you to, we, we like Two-Face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He tried to make sense of the duality by leaving it out of his control. He's like, I'm just going to flip a coin. Yeah. Because I don't know whether I want to kill you. Or this One side of me want to kill you. One side of me don't. I'm going to take it out of my hands. That's what we try to do. Oh, yeah. We just try to leave it up to chance. This is how I feel at the moment. I'm going to go with that. No. 
You know what I'm saying? Like you, the duality of things makes it harder to make it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes it harder to make it out. But we have a secret decoder ring. I mean, God, you got to stay connected. And you have to lean to that. That's why he said lean to you. I have two sides. Yeah. I just have to lean to one side. I'm inclined to this side. Right. Right. If the problem with the cops, right, is there's a level of fear there. Yeah. So if they're already leaning on the side of fear, your one wrong move can leave you dead. Right. Because they're leaning to the fear part more than the protect and serve part. Right. So when you have a person who's leaning to their own understanding, you can have an opportunity that they mess up or exploit or fumble because they're leaning to their own understanding. Right. So you got a person that. You know what I'm saying? People overthink it. They be like, well, this wasn't the person God had for me. Even if he was, if you lean into your understanding, you will destroy that. Yeah. Yeah. This wasn't the, I thought this was the job God had for me. It wasn't. No, you went into that job, leaning to your own understanding. You made it not the job. You made it not the job. You were the canker worm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're the thing that did made the thing nasty. That's 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 the problem. We we put too much power in in our hands, and and not enough responsibility. Yeah, because we we kind of like think that if this goes wrong, we can just say this. If this happens wrong, we can just say this, and we can just tie it up with a bow. And and God is the, he's a scapegoat for a lot of like wrong. You have people that have been through five six marriages, get to the seventh one, and be like. I didn't been a lot of places. I I didn't go to good places. I finally found. No, all all of them was good places. You 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 didn't have the love of God in you because we just talking about marriage. We not like we trying to cut. Co- I'm no, trying no, to cover no, everything, no, but it's no, the same. No, 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 I was <laughs> not like we just talking about marriage. Like I'm saying, like in terms of like. The power that God has given us to be effective in our lives. You can't do it by leaning on your side. You can't do it by leaning on your side. And it's the difference between success and failure. Yeah. And and to to say to blame that on anybody else is 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 saying that God isn't as powerful as he is. Right. So there's this thing that I always um my teacher said in elementary school, interest. Right. What you're interested in, what you're inclined to, your inclination, right? This is like, wait a minute, why would anybody be talking to a third grader like this? This is what made her awesome. So when we look at what God does, he inclines us. He pushes us towards a direction. He can't make us go. Yeah. But he can put us in a position where we're inclined to it. Right. So then all of a sudden, your inclination builds interest. Yeah. And now you're starting to be interested or aware. Awareness and interest are two cousins. You become aware or interested in these things. And the decision's still yours. Decision's still yours, but now that decision is so loaded with interest. Yeah. That it becomes easier. Yeah. So when the kids are making choices like I want to go to the gym, I wanted to go to the art class. Yeah. What made you make that decision? I there's a lot of people that pushed me in this direction, built up interest. Now I'm able to make these de- decisions and they're almost being made for me. Right? Right. When we don't incline our ways to God, it's always going to feel like a fight to make a decision that's in favor of him. We're not leaning towards him. Right? Right. You, you played uh, piano that came from inclination. Yeah. If we could say, like, bro, you're gifted. Just like that class I was in was called Gate, Gifted and Talented Education. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know somebody's gifted, but you got to have a Professor X, somebody to say, go this way. Yeah, point you to the direction. Put you in the right position. Bro, our Ravens just won. It was a big game. A rookie made the play of the game. I'm listening to the defensive coach say another player 
they they talked about what they wanted to do with with Kelsey. Mm-hmm. They wanted to reroute him at the line of scrimmage every time. Yeah, but you need somebody big to do it. But you also need somebody fast. And one of the other players, Justin Houston, said, "Use the rookie." Right. So you have this p- person who's talented, but they had to be put in a position. He was where he needed to be on that play because the coach and the player recommended him, put him in the position. Right? Everything is about position. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. If the position doesn't serve the interests of God, he doesn't put you in that position. The shame be attached to things that's part of his plan. Yeah. And we, we don't even we don't even know. Like we I, I like we don't even know. I'm Bro, I take time out to look over my life all the time. I see people move in such a nasty way. They'll move themselves out of position into what they think is a better position. But who made you coach? Yeah, nobody. Do you get what I'm saying? I know my brother wanted to stay in that position. Yeah. I know he was fighting for it. Yeah. God saw otherwise. He said, nah, I need you here. We don't even know why you're here. Don't even know. Right? That brother that made that play still had to go make the play. Yeah. He had to make the right decision. He had to punch at the right time. Right? Yeah. But we put him in the best position to win. Yep. Got to know what the game is. Got to know what a win is. And a win is your soul. Right. If everything in your life burns so that you can live, let it burn. Yeah. Real church matters. Right? Yeah. People don't really get to that point. And they don't understand, like, that is the the making of a man. That's what the Hebrew boys were saying. Yeah. Come on. Anybody else would say, fam, all the king asking y'all to do is when the music play, you bow. People reason to be down bad all the time, bro. Yeah, and, and it's probably, it was people bowing that felt the same way as they it did. felt the same way he did. It, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is this only can happen when we no longer have shame. We have to be shameless in our intentions with God. In the Father's business. In the Father's business. You can't, like, you know, you don't want nobody working for you that got, you know, uh, they got intention of starting their own, like you, you know what I'm saying. They yes. trying to trying to under undermine you, and and we always are doing that. We don't even mean it. Remember, I I hired that guy from Craigslist to oh come my gosh. shoot. Yeah, I'm. We double booked. I'm at a whole nother place. I show up. I'm like, where's the guy I hired? He got on a tux and he's sitting at the table eating food like all the patrons. Yeah, I don't even know how he got a meal. They paid for those meals. Yeah, he 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 was on a mission. He was on course number three. Yeah, he made it all the way to, to dessert. Yeah, he, he didn't play no games. That's the thing. It's like you can put somebody in position, but with their intention, isn't right. They can take a good thing and mess it up. And he could be like, "Man, I just took advantage of a good opportunity," but he made it sure it was his last opportunity with me. And do we want to mess with God like that? No, so I'm all ears. I'm like I'm all I'm all ears to the point where I don't I don't really I don't have a plan of my own. Yeah, and people be like how you don't like I just don't and I and it didn't just start this way right now. Like all these moves that y'all seen me make even a few months ago or a month ago or whatever selling the house and fixing this up and yeah, yeah. And, and that was still somebody who did. Just following what God told me yeah. to do, so I'm still at a point where I'm like, I'm faced with these decisions, and I have to keep moving according to God because at the end of the day, because you, I, and, but I don't know it. if this is my last day. I know, but and that's the thing is like the it has to be shameless. No, because none of that stuff matters, bro. None of it matters, and it slows you down. The minute we in shame, we we have taken the power out of the plan. Yeah. All this stuff happens for nothing. Then. All of it's in vain. It's somebody out there right now. You might you might you might be pregnant. You don't have to hide it. 
It's yeah. no shame. It's no, it's no shame. It's, it really is not. The only person that would be worth hiding it from, you can't hide it from. Yeah. Because the only thing that you gave birth to that he's ashamed of is the thing you gave birth to in your mind that preceded what you gave birth to in the flesh. Yeah. Because none, none of that stuff matters. Because none of that stuff matters. It's saying it seems trivial, but it it, 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 really... it it needs to be made trivial. We need to start to marginalize the things of this world. Because I, I can, like, it's a real thing for me. Like, that's, that's when I start, like, really getting it is to understand that I'm worried about things or days that I may not never see. Right. Even when we're dealing with kids, I don't want to build these kids up. To make something big that's really not big. Yeah. So I'm creating these altars and these laws and these. I'm creating a new Ten Commandments. Yeah. And, it, and, it and I'm telling them it's from God. And I'm like, thou shalt not touch yourself or others touch your, yourself until you're married. And I'll, I'm building all of this stuff up and I'm not even doing it the right way. Yeah. I'm not teaching them the only commandment that matters, which is thou shalt love the Lord. It's all our heart, soul, and mind, right? And yeah. love thy neighbor as thyself. It, that's, he said, that's the greatest commandment. If we're not teaching kids how to love God and acknowledge him in all their ways, then we hustling backwards. Yeah. To make it about sex and virginity. It doesn't matter. And promise rings. It doesn't matter. None of that stuff matters. It, it it doesn't matter. And body count. So now they 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 on they went from one. They crying about the one, but somehow the person who was ashamed of the one end up with twelve. Yeah. How does that happen? It lets you know there's no power in shame. There's just diversion in shame. Yeah, it helps you go further. Real, real church. This helps you go matters. further. This is how we go further into darkness. Yeah. It it becomes the thing that just propels you deeper. And in a world where. People are falling deeper into darkness. Yeah. What is what is our job? That's why he said, I give you a way of escape. You know the way of escape? You don't have an exit sign, say, no shame. No shame. I want people, hey, that's why it tells you that if you confess your sins one to another, I, I, as honest as I can be on this podcast, I am. Yeah. I also have to have wisdom to know that I can't say everything to people because then they'll define me by my past and not my present. Absolutely. The people who know, know. And everybody else, all you need to know is Jesus saves. Whatever you I went mean, through. Jesus kind of, the Bible covers a lot of stuff, bro. Like, it, it even, like, you know, that that lady at the well and all that, like, the days about the stone. It's, it's just, <laughs> I, I wasn't saying it in conjunction, but mm-hmm. two different stories. Yeah. I'm saying, like, to be to be present there is is timeless because I can see like we can we can take that and bring it to today's cancel society and it still would be that he that has no sin cast the first cancel right yeah stones is digital now yeah it's, it's definitely digital <laughs> it's definitely digital and I like I had to. I had to start applying. When they say apply the word, like I apply it, actually apply it, and see how I'm, I'm measuring up. And I, even even as it relates to ourselves, I got to free myself up. It's going to change how I deal with others because I'm going to start freeing them up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, I, it's a way to hold people accountable without holding them in prison to what they did. Yeah, it's a way to get out the way. It's a way to, you know, what I'm saying you somebody dealt wrong with you business wise. There's space to forgive them Yeah And there's also space to now move differently with them Right And they have to eat the sword Of their decisions Absolutely That sword cut y'all relationship Yeah But it doesn't sever my love Right Oh man that's a bar Yeah Right Yeah It's the reality That can never be What God put together Which is spirit Yeah no man could put asunder. Somebody accepted a duty to serve somebody. Right. And you get to still serve them in a capacity. Because that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Like, it's, every it's, one of your. It's creepy. Yeah. Everyone. That's all that ever mattered, too. Yeah. That's all that ever mattered. Yeah. But we we are miseducated. 
and ignorant. If I die, I'm like this thing is going to separate me. Yeah. Like this one thing, and we're not talking. We ain't even talking about sin no more. We're talking about obedience, and and that hits. It's been hitting hard lately because it's just like yo, like how much are you being obedient? Like it ain't even about how much are you sinning, because like to be brought out the wilderness or to be brought into a place or whatever, it's like what's next? Like yeah. what are you willing to do? Like what? Are you, like are you sold out to obedience? It's hard for us to even hold people accountable when we're shameful. Yeah, you can't. You, I mean, I see gospel artists always do it. Like they mess up into their home, even the way they they speak or the way they sing or the lyrics. Let's free them up right now. I'm gonna do Jesus after dark preemptively. Jesus after dark. Here's the thing. I don't care what you did last night. I don't care what you did right now. Yeah. Tomorrow, hold people accountable. Hold yourself accountable. Yeah. That's, that's how I got to the point I am. Yeah. I ain't sitting in my mess ups. You know what I'm saying? Who care if people remind you? I don't they, care if people remind you. They just telling the first part of your testimony. That's all they telling. Who yeah. cares? You know, all all this stuff, it comes to the light. When it comes to the light, you just be like, y'all shining a light on something that ain't really in the dark no more. It's out there. It's out there. And it ain't in the darkness of my heart no more. No. I'm done. I'm free from it. And until we get to the point where we don't care what people think, we can't say we care what God thinks. Right. Just can't. There's no shame associated in any stretch of the imagination in the heart of someone who understands who belongs in their heart. God is first and foremost and preeminent in my life, and it frees me from the shame of whatever I have done in the past. Yeah. Because I'm walking towards eternity. I'm not uh, in the prison of a photo. Because that's all a monument is, is a photo. Yeah. If you would have snapped a picture of me in my most down bad state, I can't live in that picture. No, you can't. That picture can elicit thoughts, emotions. All of that. All of that. But it cannot imprison me. And everything in your life is going to constantly remind you of a failing. Yeah. But you are not a failure. Right. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And even if it was a failing, the minute we allow that failing to lead us to God, it no longer is a L. It's been resourced. Yeah. It's been made useful. What they say, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Yeah. That sums up our life. I was casted down by anybody and everybody who knew that side of force. Yeah. But all I needed was somebody to, to see another side. And that takes sometimes that takes somebody seeing with the love of God. Give me that chance. It's hard for people to give people that chance. I was telling charity that like yeah, somebody will commit murder and they'll get 20 years. If they committed murder at 20, they out at 40. Still got a lot of life to live. The family's upset. Why? We lost our loved one. He don't get no more 20 years. Wow. But you still get the rest of your life. You might live to be 100. You get 60 more years of life. Not in prison. Right? Right. Happens all the time, bro. People do 20 years, get parole. They out and about. Are de- are they deserving of a second chance? <laughs> uh. Yeah. And therein lies the problem. It's because we ain't even willing to let other people get a second chance. Yeah. And we are being convicted of things in the in the court of our mind that nobody will ever know. Yeah. And, and ain't even God even hold, like he don't even, he not holding you accountable. But in your mind, we still like guilty, guilty, guilty. Twenty years. Can I come up for parole now? No, you should have never thought that. You should be better than that, right? Right. And we show how we think when we judge others. I I didn't seen it too much. My forty years, bro. People talk, judge people, be in the same situations. Find yourself in the same, 
oh, I don't know how they would marry somebody like that. I would never do this. I would never do that. You watching it just play out the same way. Almost like a ditto. Yeah. With less ink. <laughs> and he's like, man, you probably shouldn't have put your mouth on those people, but you also probably should have had a better understanding of God's love. Yeah. Because now that very love you need to have, you need to have it for yourself. Right? This was, uh, this was a lot. It was good, though. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> and uh, I'll leave everything if you want me to. <laughs> you good? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I appreciate Philip. This is episode 191 of uh, Real Church Matters. And I don't know if I'm going to put all two hours. Do you think I should put all two hours? I feel like I'd be cheating and breaking apart. It's not really like broken up, like, in a way. <laughs> I'm going to drop. This will be the first two hour episode I ever dropped, but uh, I'm going to drop it. That was good. Please, if you make it to this end and you're listening to this, that means you made it to hour and 52 minutes and I appreciate it and please I feel like this is an important episode just share with somebody share with somebody who needs to understand shame understand what to be shameful of and what to free themselves of shame for your church matters see you